This is an encounter shared by someone who works in a water pump house. One of his duties is to take meter readings in an external water tank located in a forested area and report back to his supervisor. Nothing exciting usually happens and it can be lonely at times. But on that particular night, something decided to pay him a visit. I am Wraith. This is Late Night Mysteries. I've always been thankful for this job. The hours a bit odd and the pay was nothing to be proud of but at least it kept my family from going hungry. So I have been unemployed for a year and my savings almost gone dry. So the job opportunity came out of nowhere and here I am on my second month on the job. Not in the least a bit bored like my colleague Muzi. He was slumped in his chair, snoring away when I stepped into the small office of the outpost. He woke up with a start when I slapped a roll of magazine on his shoulder. Wiping the sleep from his eyes, he grumbled for a while before noticing the new edition of his favourite uh, magazine in my hands. So I handed it to him and he eagerly turned the pages, happy for some ways to distract himself from the otherwise boring routine at the outpost. So this has been my life for the past two months, just Muzi and myself cutting this small outpost in the middle of nowhere and occasionally taking meter readings in the water pump house at the back, almost towards the edge of the forest. There were scatterings of houses nearby, but if you have to work the graveyard shift, the place can be quite lonely at times. I didn't mind, as long as I had someone for company. So if Muzi decided to take the night off, there would always be a replacement, but most of the time it was 
uh, Muzi and myself. So there was one night I glanced at the clock and it was my turn to inspect the perimeter and check the water pump house uh, located at the back. It was a fairly routine work and we took turns doing so. So to reach the pump house, we had to go out by the back door of the small building, walk a small path towards the edge of the compound where the water pump house sits. I headed out to the back, a torchlight in one hand and a toolkit in the other. It was a little past midnight and the area was dark, except for a lone lamppost at the side of the outpost. As I walked further from the outpost, the lights grew dimmer and I had to use the torchlight to shine my way towards the pump house. After the routine inspection was done, I was about to turn and head back up to the outpost when I heard a grunt in the direction of the pump house and I turned. At first I thought it was Muzi trying to be funny, so I aimed my torchlight at the direction of the pump house. But there was nothing. The building was silent and the forest loomed ominously behind me. I just turned around and was only into my fifth step when I heard another grunt. This time I turned around slowly and what I saw made me nearly drop my torchlight. Straddling the water pump house as if it was riding a horse, a huge black figure was staring down at me, grinning crazily with its wide, misshapen mouth. And there was nothing else on its face, just the red, crazy, grinning mouth. The thing slowly stood up and that was when I realized how tall the thing was. It did not stop growing and stretched all the way up towards the sky. I had to lean my head back and stumble backwards, dropping the toolkit in the process because I had to use my other hand to balance myself. The figure did not stop grinning at me as it soared high above the trees, seemingly enjoying my frightened and horrified state. I wanted to scream, but nothing came out. So I just stood rooted to the spot for I don't know how long as I stared at it, wondering what it would do next. And then, without warning, it leaned its body forward in a swooping motion, swooping down towards me as if to consume me. By then, I could not take this crazy scene anymore and I quickly ran towards the outpost. The distance seemed like a long way although the compound was actually not that big to begin with. I barged into the room 
breathlessly and quickly locked the door and dragged the table across it. I closed the blinds of the window and backed away, quickly grabbing an umbrella from the corner, my eyes never leaving the door. Muzi, who had earlier jumped up from his chair in shock after witnessing me budging into the room, kept throwing questions at me, but I was too frightened to say anything. I kept giving him signals to shut up as both of us stared at the door. I was actually expecting a tall black jean of some sort. Muzi did not even know why he was staring at the door in the first place. Then there was a sound above that dragged our attention from the door and made us stare at the ceiling instead. And there was no mistaking the creaking sound on the roof. The roof itself was solid concrete, but the sound of someone or something heavy pounding on it was unmistakable. It was as if that tall creature was about to punch a hole in the roof and swoop its huge hands in to pick us up. I quickly dragged Muzi towards the steel table at the edge of the room and we cowered underneath it, fearing the worst. There was a loud pounding at the door and we saw with our own eyes how the doorknob rattled crazily. What seemed like hours later, the terrifying sound suddenly stopped and the place went deadly quiet. I told Muzi what I had seen at the back while inspecting the water pump house. At first he appeared shocked, but then he grew serious and seemed to be in deep thought. He said that he has heard about this from the villagers when he was growing up there. And according to the villagers, it's an old tale of a tall black djinn, but he himself had never encountered it personally. According to them, it's fairly harmless and those who came face to face with it usually live to tell the tale. He said maybe I was one of the lucky few. I shook my head incredulously and crawled out from underneath the table. Walking slowly and cautiously towards the window, I dared myself to take a peek outside, but there was no sign of what I had just encountered earlier and nothing seemed to be out of place. From the safety of the outpost, I couldn't see anything sitting above the pump house. But whatever it was that I had seen and what Muzi and I had experienced earlier, it may sound crazy. I just hope that it will never happen to me again because I am not sure if I am strong enough to face it again the next time. It takes a special kind of people to take on these jobs. There is just something about being outside in the middle of nowhere and in the dead of the night 
that adds up to the creepy factor. But for some, as long as you know you're in the right and you are working with the sincerest of reasons, these things can just be brushed aside and you move along without dwelling on it for too long. I am Rafe once again. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next podcast.